0: Ahoy, adventurers, and welcome aboard. I'll be your captain, Ace Diceman. With me is my first mate, Mr. Cooper. Join us aboard the Siren's Song as we set sail for adventure into the wonderful world of RPGs, tabletop games, and beyond. Now let us spin you an epic tale. All right.
1: Mr. Cooper, what is today's class? Ahoy, Captain. Time to uh, roll the dice. Let's see what they come up, and I'll tell you what our class is. And that is a a 10. So our class today will be the warlock.
0: All right. Let's make a deal with the devil.
1: A warlock is defined uh, by a pact with an otherworldly being. Sometimes the relationship between the warlock and the patron is like that of a cleric and a deity though the beings that serve as patrons for warlocks are not gods. A warlock might lead a cult dedicated to a demon prince, an archdevil, or an utterly alien entity, beings not typically served by clerics. More often, though, the arrangement is similar to that between a master and an apprentice. The warlock learns and grows in power, at the cost of the occasional services performed by the patron's behalf. The magic bestowed on a warlock ranges from minor but lasting alterations to the warlock's being, such as the ability to see in darkness or read any language or access to powerful spells. Unlike bookish wizards, warlocks supplement their magic with some facility of hand to hand combat. They're comfortable in light armor and they know how to use simple weapons. It says delvers into secrets. Warlocks are driven by an insatiable need for knowledge and power, which compels them to their packs and shapes their lives. This thirst drives warlocks into their packs and shapes their latter careers as well.
0: Oh, all right. That's warlock in a nutshell. But let's dig a little bit deeper. All right. So we have a real-life example of a warlock. I'll have to cut that part out for myself, so I'm just making a note here. I recall a tale of a warlock I once encountered. Mr. Faust, or some of you might know him as Faustus, he himself made a pact with Mephistopheles, um, So I think that would be a fine example of a warlock.
1: Hmm. I could see that, or, or maybe um, maybe Marvel Comics, uh, some that have uh, dealt with uh, Dormammu, or uh, I was thinking for the Doctor Strange film, Kaecilius.
0: Right, right, yes, that's that's another good example of, of, uh, of a warlock. Now, not all the packs are quite so sinister, but oftentimes uh, your DM, you want to work with your DM when you decide to play something like a warlock or a cleric, because there's a lot of role-playing opportunities there, especially with a warlock who is more vested in what you've got going on, um, whereas deities are more like... You're praying for the power and you're willing it as you see fit. Whereas the warlock he gave you this power for a reason. There's something in it for them. Um, another fine example would be um, Papa Ligba from uh, American Horror Story, who demands uh, uh, an innocent soul every year. And I think that's a pretty steep packed price. Um, but then you've got. The fey packs, where it's it's malicious in a different way, uh, because the fey courts, the, the fey rules are so alien to humans, um, where the jokes seem harmless to them are in fact detrimental to to, to human, uh, humankind. Hmm. Um, and, and the nice thing about warlock classes, even with fifth edition, they really opened up the subclasses. Um, because each one calls them something a little bit different. With Warlocks, it's, it's your Pact. Um, actually, you get two. You get your otherworldly patron, and then at the third level, you get a Pact. So Warlocks are very, very customizable, where you could have two Warlocks in the group, and uh, both serving a similar patron, but completely different uh, patrons altogether. Like, you could have two phase, Um If you recall the movie Merlin, uh miv would be a fine example of uh a fae patron um however you know merlin did turn his back on her and shunned her uh
1: it's a great movie actually <laughs> it, it,
0: it is uh, It comes highly recommended in fact uh, uh that was one of the staff picks last week i do believe uh, but that is a tale for another
1: time uh Yeah, one of the things that I thought stood out about Warlocks is that they have some pretty good cantrips, it seemed, like to start off with. And um, one of them uh, especially was uh, Eldritch, Eldritch Blast.
0: That's the running joke. If you're not taking Eldritch
1: Blast, you're Warlocking wrong.
0: Um, it is an yeah. amazing cantrip, especially at higher levels when you can start to fire not one, but two and and multiple of the D10 uh, um, bolts, um, and there's a lot of, sorry, I put my glasses back on here, I had to clean my spyglass, um, there's a lot of, uh, invocations that the warlock picks up which is another way to customize your warlock we, we could spend all night talking about warlocks but there's a lot of those that boost that cantrip where you can push or pull the target um, where it will increase the range where it will add your charisma modifier to, to just turn your warlock into a Mega Man style blaster where you don't even need a weapon uh, you're, you're just firing that d10 ranged attack bolt which you know as if you're willing to use your two two invocations to boost the range and boost the damage you know you 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 can really build the
1: warlock as a blaster Um, in the range is 120 feet so and um, at level five as you were saying you can split it into two different so you would just have to attack roll for one, attack roll for the other, but you can hit multiple. Enemies.
0: And that's a nice thing so. too. It's not like fireball where it's you know save or suck. It's like if you miss the first one, you might still catch them with the second bolt. Um. But yeah, with warlock you could you could have two warlocks in the party, and they are built very very different. Um, you've got packs such as Pact of the Chain, where you'll get yourself an improved familiar. Um, you have your choice of imp. It's a small dragon the size of a house cat. I think a pseudo dragon. And I do believe a fairy of some sort. They said a uh, closet or sprite. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Captain. All right, yeah, so you can get yourself a little demon, a little fairy, or a little dragon. Um, and don't underestimate the ability of a familiar, uh, especially if you dip into rogue, um, then you're getting the flanking with your familiar. Familiars get a little crazy. They make great spies, and since they are easily replaced should they perish, uh, it really is a good, a, good, um, a good warlock-packed path to take. There's also Pact of the Tome, which will give you access to more spells, and you can also pick up Pact of the Blade, um, which will let you conjure your own weapon into existence, which I think is just super crazy cool.
1: Um, that could be uh, very useful, fighting monks who might uh, disarm you.
0: Now, let's say, let's say all three of those options just appealed to you. You could in fact take Pact of the Tome and grab yourself the Shillelagh cantrip giving yourself a magic weapon. Um, as well as taking the fine familiar spell from the wizard's list, uh, because it is a ritual, and you could cast it as such, and that would give you a familiar, granted, not as good as the Pact of the Chain, but, uh, like I said, with Pact of the Tomb, you could you could theoretically go all three, um, to a degree, not, not as, you're spreading yourself a little thin there, um, and... It's not quite as good as what the bard got, you know, where he could pick off anyone's spell list, but that Book of Shadows is pretty handy and very flavorful, especially if you're building a witch warlock, um, which I myself have done kind of, you know, the traditional
1: literal deal with the devil. Um, Now, um, what I've noticed about them, too, is that they seem really predisposed to psychic damage or uh, not psychic damage, but issuing that. So um, at level one, Awakened Mind, and then Entropic Ward, and Thought Shield. And it seems like this would be, if you want to have a psychic sort of character, kind of how you would go about doing it. Um, Is that correct, Captain?
0: Yes, that sounds correct to me from uh, my charts here. Which actually, um, uh, spoiler for when we finally do the Barbarian episode, uh, Barbarian shrugs off a lot of damage. And psychic damage is the one damage type that one of the warrior totem paths will not protect you from um but we'll so we'll get to that when we get to the barbarian episode so psychic damage is really a uh, a powerful damage type uh fire probably being the weakest so to speak because it has the most monsters that are either a resistant or immune to fire damage um like I say it's it's all in your play style. There's there's cantrips. There's spells in the book that are strictly role play. There's also uh, warlock invocations that are in fact more role play favored. Mask of many faces uh, will let you change your appearance at will, and I do believe that there is no daily limitation on that.
1: Yeah, it does say at will. So you're, you're right. And, and um, I like the role play aspects of this, too, because it just um, you don't need to know any specific language. You're a master of all tongues um, and you can speak with your teammates um, telepathically so you can. Oh, let's get everybody caught up. So to me, that that seems like an invaluable sort of um, thing to have. And um, I'm really looking forward to having uh, one of these in my next party.
0: Yes, they're, they're, they're uh, a blast to play. Um, I myself find myself, when I'm not playing a bard, or even when I do play a bard, dipping into a warlock uh, every now and again. They're, they're great for dips, and they really dip thematically too, because while you're in the dungeon. And you've gotten that level up or if you do the milestones after you come back to town, all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I, I'm also a paladin now. I swore an oath. Um, or uh, uh, secretly I've been studying wizardry this whole time, and, and finally I've you know, mastered these cantrips that I've been practicing. Or my sorcerer's blood has just awakened because of the adrenaline rush. But with the warlock, it's like, no, it's like I, uh, I met this shady-looking guy in the tavern last night. Uh, Speaking of shady-looking, all hands on deck. Looks like we're headed for a random encounter.
1: Oh, no! All
0: right. Today's monster is the Merfolk. They are aquatic humanoids with the upper body of a human and the lower body of a fish. Merfolk adorn their skin with scales and shell decorations. Uh, Merfolk tribes... End kingdoms span the world and the seas. Their people vary in color and culture and outlook from the human races of the surface. Uh, Landfolk and merfolk rarely meet except by chance. Well, this is one of those chances. Uh, Though starry-eyed mariners tell tales of romance of the sea with these creatures alongside shorels and fairway islands, merfolk lack the materials and practical means to forge weaponry beneath the waves. To write books and keep lore, to shape stone and raise buildings and cities. As a result, most live in small hunter gatherer tribes. Each holds unique valuables and creeds sorry, unique values and creeds. Occasionally do Merfolk unite under the rule of a single leader. That's enough of that entry. Let's get to the let's get to the combat. All right, mister Cooper. What is your weapon of choice today?
1: A lemon, sir. A lemon, you say? Correct.
0: Not only will it prevent scurvy, but apparently it will also deter the merfolk.
1: Yes, and we happen to have one in a barrel. Um, I have cut the lemon thusly, and uh, the invading merfolk, I will squeeze this in their eye.
0: There we go. Well, that will blind the merfolk, and I say that that will probably ruin his uh, resolve. Um, looks like no parlay today. He's going to turn tail and flee back into the ocean. Now, I just learned an interesting fact today. Uh, Cooper is actually, um, while I was looking to add some more people to our crew and and find the correct terminology for them, Coopers were apparently barrel makers. So apparently you may have uh, barrel makers in your ancestry. Indeed. All right. Well, it looks like we've survived that random encounter. Back to Hopefully, the tab- hobbits, too. So. <laughs> yes, hobbits, indeed. Uh, halflings. They prefer halflings. Hobbit may be deemed offensive to some. All right. So, now that we've survived that, let's show you how to survive your own encounter with uh, the unexpected. So recommended builds for warlocks. Uh, That would really depend on what kind of warlock you want to build. Anything with a charisma bonus, again, would be a good choice. So tieflings, and that really plays into the ancestry, we'll continue the theme of Coopers. Um, Let's say that Mr. Cooper was in fact a tiefling. Perhaps he is, unbeknownst to himself. Which would mean that someone... In his family's history, mixed blood with a fiend, be it through uh, holy or, in this case, unholy matrimony, or uh, a bizarre infusion of magic, much similar to a sorcerer's bloodline. Um, tieflings come in all shapes, sizes, rarities, and colors, um, but like I said, they make they make great warlocks, and to really play up the theme of that, so you're a demon spawn, essentially, or or I do believe that the original tieflings came from a pact with Asmodeus. So, you've got this tainted bloodline, and you decide, hmm, I'm going to get me some more of that. So you track down uh, to make a deal with the devil. I know we keep using that that phrase here, but I mean, literally, it's the Dungeon and Dragons devil, and you're here to uh, bargain, parlay, if you will. So, You've already got your bonus and charisma from your tiefling blood. Now you decided to take this warlock pact. You take the, uh, infernal otherworldly patron. So you sought out the same powers that granted gifts to your ancestors. And now you're here to get some of your very own. Uh, and at which point at third level, you decide that, you know what? I, I want a little demonic helper or a little devilish helper. So you grab pact of the chain to enslave a demon to your service. Uh eye for an eye, so to speak. That'd be one route to go, Um, at which point you could probably grab the Devil's Eyes invocation um, or Devil's Sight. I'm I'm not entirely sure what it is offhand.
1: Uh, I think you're right, Devil's Sight. You may see normally in darkness, both magical and non-magical, to a distance of 120 feet.
0: At which point you will also grab the Darkness spell off the list, creating your own sphere of darkness that only you can see in who said you had to fight fair? We are pirates after all.
1: It's a great idea,
0: but that's just one example of a build. And that's probably a very cliche build. Uh, you could also go a complete opposite direction with that. There are in Xanathar's guide to everything, uh, holy or divine, uh, packed, packed patrons where you would instead make a deal with an angel or some, uh, um, uh, divine, holy entity, uh, as well as the Pact of the Blade, or no, sorry, there's another Hex Blade. Hex Blade is what it is, and it pairs absolutely amazingly with the Blade Pact Warlock. It will open up the ability to make more Pact weapons, um, as well as being able to forge a pact with a weapon. Uh, and it, I do believe it lets you add your Charisma modifier rather than your Dexter Strength to your combat abilities. Um So you're literally fighting with your personality.
1: That's great, especially with uh, charisma. Indeed. All
0: right, so that will give you a little idea of what you're looking for, an optimized build.
1: Um, Let's see. Yeah, that's – that's a, a great way for uh, people to start out, and uh, it looks like the higher levels have some really, really exciting stuff. Oh, it, so, it, uh, it,
0: it does. But like I said, if you if you really just want to dip your toes in the water, a two level dip in the Warlock will get you into those invocations um, without going all the way to fully signing your soul over and making the picking the pact. Um, this is just a taste of power. You can always come back for more. Right. Well, back on. Back on, um, back on our heading here. Let's talk feats. Feats that will fit your your warlock. Um, I think that if you've already taken the Pact of the Tome, you do not need to pick up the Ritual Caster feat. I would recommend uh, Warcaster. And that fits great for just about any caster, is which it will give you the bonus to those Constitution saving throws, uh, which are great for your const or your concentration spells. Uh, nothing like burning a spell slot only to take damage and have your concentration broken and your spell fizzle for the day. Um, with warcaster, I do believe it also increases the range, or that spell sniper, w- which would also be good. Um, I think that monkey has made off with my copy of the
1: player's handbook. <laughs> wow. No problem. I got you, Captain. Which one were we looking up? We are going to look at Warcaster quickly. Okay. Warcaster is described as uh, the ability to cast at least one spell. You have practiced casting spells in the midst of combat, learning techniques that grant you the following benefits. You have advantage on constitution saving throws that make you maintain your concentration on a spell when you take damage you can perform somatic components of a spell even though you have weapons or a shield or one with with one or both hands and then uh when hostile creatures creatures movement provokes an opportunity attack from you you can use your reaction to cast a spell at the creature rather than making an opportunity attack the spell must have casting time of one action and must target only that only one creature
0: yes yeah, so no fireball reaction uh <laughs> action all right. Uh, I do believe Spell Sniper is also worth looking into.
1: Spell Sniper is, uh, you have learned techniques to enhance your attacks with certain kinds of spells, gaining the following benefits. When you cast a spell that requires you to make an attack roll, the spell's range is doubled. You Your ranged spell attacks uh, ignore half cover and three-quarters cover. Your You learn one cantrip that requires an attack roll. You choose from the cantrip from the Bard, Cleric, Druid, Sorcerer, warlock, or wizard spell list. Your spell casting ability for this cantrip depends on the spell list you choose from. Charisma for Bard, Sorcerer or Warlock, Wisdom for Cleric or Druid, or Intelligence for Wizard.
0: Alright, yeah. So that paired with the build from earlier where you're picking the Eldritch Blaster. Uh, increasing your range from 150 to 300, I do believe Spell Sniper would then double that to 600, so you would literally be an Eldritch Blasting Sniper. Um, Combined with your Devil's Eyes, you could be firing out of a Globe of Darkness hidden in the corner of some Forgotten Dungeon. Um, At that point, I think you would be the Blaster Master.
1: But it all, all still comes down to the roll of that dice, doesn't it?
0: It does, as does everything uh the the die the die rolls a, a lot of people think of them as math i think of them as the the chance in the story um you know you, you don't want to always succeed at everything you do because then you don't appreciate the victories without a a little stink of defeat on you Well, I think that will about cover the basics of the Warlock. Like I said, we could dig deep into this. Um, one alternative build I would recommend before we go, because there's so many great feats to pick from, especially this. If you want to kickstart your Warlock uh, early in the campaign and, and really want to stick with this, a great way to both role play and uh, uh, get your... Get your a head start on this is to play the human variant at which point you'll be given a feat at first level. Um, I would recommend for role playing purposes to go ahead and grab the magic initiate feat uh, which will give you some innate magic right to begin with. So you've already got a taste of magic. Now you're a human who's got a limited lifespan compared to the elves. Uh, Why study like a wizard would when you can just go out into the woods with an offering of milk and honey and make a pact with one of the fae patrons out there uh, at which point you it will grant you more magic oh.
1: yeah it seems like a like a a more sure way to go for a uh an easy build for it right okay Let's see what's on
0: the agenda let me check the charts here and spy what's coming up next all right. Well, looks like when next we make port, we'll be seeing what the fans want for the next show. Um, we have covered Bard and Warlock, so those options will be removed. Um, also, we're going to cover just the core classes for season one. Uh, I know Artificer was requested by at least two of our fans. Um but I think Paladin was in second place underneath the Warlock. So once we remove Warlock, we'll see where those votes lie. Uh, very well could be coming back to go the complete opposite, rather than making a deal with evil, seeking it out and putting a stop to it in the name of whatever cause you take up arms for. Uh, speaking of taking up arms, if you'd like to hoist our colors, head on over to Tee Public and search for Epic Tales. Um, grab yourself one of our fine podcast shirts. Or one of the other fine Epic tail shirts we have available. We look to add new graphics soon. Uh, hopefully with our um, latest mascot, codenamed Ash, uh, is the, the red dragon you'll see. And we'll have a green dragon who's been affectionately named Liz Taylor. Uh, we hope to add Gurgi in the near future, the good
1: luck goblin. Because what's better luck than a goblin? <laughs> Indeed.
0: You know, Gurgi used to be a member of the crew. But uh, we've since pawned him off on some (laughs) unknowing adventures. Speaking of adventures, if you be enjoying our tales, check out these Facebook pages. Mr. Cooper?
1: Check out Epic Tales of the RPG presented by Amalgamania on Facebook. And you can interact with the crew of the the Siren Song as well.
0: As well as our uh, flagship group, uh, Amalgamania who without them, uh, none of this would be possible. They saw a, a, a young baby-faced sailor and took a chance on the wee lad, and now he's captain of his very own ship. Um, but don't jump ship just now. Uh, feel free to do so as soon as we make port, because jumping ship now would be mutiny. All right, well... Keep a weather eye on the horizon for loot. Uh, We're going to be doing some awesome giveaways. In fact, right now, um, to to circle back, if you will, uh, Ash, the Red Dragon, for the Welcome to the Dungeon shirt. We're running a contest right now where you could win a set of gold dice as well as a Dungeons & Dragons comic book. uh, Shadow of the Vampire. To be entered to win... Just head on over to Epic Tales of RPG's Facebook group. Find the post, which should be marked at the top of our page in our announcements. Um. Submit a name for the dragon, and the top ten winners will be put into a raffle for runner-up prize of a set of dice. Top prize winner, if we use your name, will get the gold dice and the comic.
1: So to enter, that would be go to Epic Tales of RPG on Facebook and enter in your choice for the name of the dragon.
0: Yes, at which point I will select the top ten names that I think best fit the character. Uh, And like I said, those ten names will go into the fishbowl uh, for runner-up prize. Um, Then when we pick the – once we pick the name, we'll pull that name back out. So there will be nine names in the fishbowl. It is a little fishbowl, not a metaphor. Uh, We will will (laughs) pull those live and announce the name live. Well, you'll see it in the the poll votes. Um, But we look forward to having you uh, stick around and join the crew. There's plenty of more loot to be had. Well, it's that time again, heroes. We're going to take a long rest, and we'll see you on the next quest. Good night, Mr. Cooper. Good work. Sleep well. I'll most likely kill you in the morning.
1: Thank you, Captain. Generous as always.
0: As for the rest of you, be kind to yourself and each other. Good luck. Happy gaming. Away oh, hey there, adventurers. Are you looking to set sail on an epic adventure of your very own and hoist your own colors? Well, let me tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make your very own podcast, and it's free. There's a variety of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your very own podcast right from your computer and Anchor will even publish your podcast for you, making it available on other apps such as Spotify, iTunes. You can even extract the files and upload them to YouTube.
1: Gurky here with a very special discount code for Mythical Meats. Use code NeilBog15 for a very special 15% off one order.